everybody. Welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter hour at a time. I'm your co-host, Zach Bassetta. I am co-host Vito Lapicola. Vroom, vroom, bitches. This is Anthony Redbench. Yeah, the only one of us good enough for three names. That's right. That you and the most serial killers, for some reason. Assassins. Assassins and serial killers. Why is it? Do you guys think that it's You don't know what I do during the week. That's true. No, because like that's what James Earl. You kill reviews, man. Larry uh, Harvey Lee Oswald. Lee Lee Harvey Lee Oswald. Har- See, yeah, know. Harvey Lee Oswald is a uh, only- is is an innocent man <laughs> listening to this podcast and going, I didn't do it. I've got all this Fast Five information in my brain. I don't have room for these other facts. That's right. Um, and that being said, I'd like to apologize to Anthony for this being another fifteen minutes of heist setup. Yeah, it, it was. This it was, was a lot, a lot better than the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, I mean, you like it this wasn't my more. favorite, but oh, my watch went off. It's time to. <laughs> Turkey's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it was a lot better, a lot more tolerable. Uh, was last it, week, anything was you can put your finger on specifically, or just kind of a better flow for you? A better flow. Yeah. Um, I, I think there was more, more variety. Yeah, more character moments. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a few things that I didn't like, like the lazy screenwriting. Like, oh. we'll we'll talk about that later. You better better point them out. Yeah. I want to know exactly which ones bugged you the most. Let's it do is it. it is interesting. We were we were talking before we recorded the show today, Zach and I, uh, that heist movies require so much like suspension of disbelief and the the way that a heist is always pulled off there's always these magnificent moments where like if if the guard had turned left instead of right everything would have fallen apart you know and yeah like, it requires that 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 complete but the, the balance is in planning just believable just believable enough that yeah. you can be like well i could see that happening it's highly improbable right but it's right. still believable enough yeah. see I, I i never got into like the oceans like movies because like even seeing the trailer i'm like i know what's gonna happen they're gonna plan something the plan is not going to go as according to plan and they're gonna win in the end you ever watch prison break uh no oh man that was a perfect example of like everything has to go exactly to plan and of course it does Uh but even if they even if it doesn't there's a contingency and they still get out of it and i i I love prison break i can't stand that stuff it's not not my thing actually if i if memory recalls and it Probably doesn't. I think in Ocean's Eleven, things go completely awry, but he had planned for it to go awry. Much and had like backups. Fast Five. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not saying, it, but I mean, it's yeah, very so similar in that way. I would, this I would love to see. To me. <laughs> you know what I, I would love it. to see is a movie where the guy thinks he's like a. It's kind of like Bottle Rocket. If you guys have I ever seen Bottle the first Rocket. Wes Anderson movie, where like the character thinks he's a total genius and he's a total fucking moron, and it's just like at every turn he keeps getting stymied. He's like, "Why isn't my plan working?" <sighs> totally. I'd love. Go watch like Bottle that. Rocket. Yeah, Bottle I, Rocket's pretty amazing. I like to watch The Dark Knight thinking that way about the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, the, okay. Side tangent for the Joker thing. I will say this. The one thing about The Dark Knight. I, I Please, for those of you out there who love that movie, I think it's a fucking classic. I'm about to point something out that I personally find to be a little unbelievable in that movie is the Joker is basically like, oh, the people of Gotham, they're going to give me what I want. You'll see. And it's like a boat full of rich people and a boat full of prisoners. Mm -hmm. And they have that choice to blow each other. You know, goddamn well in real life, some rich fucking society woman to be like, I'll help you. (laughs) 
and would have blown up the the prisoners would have been dead and she like, would have gone no home questions asked and she would have been she so had. happy yeah exactly like i just never bought that a pl- that a boat full of rich gothamites were gonna be That's give a shit about our illusions i know no but i i love how batman's like see i told you the people of gotham would choose right and it's like if they chose right all the time they wouldn't need you <laughs> So well, like well, that's one that's, thing that's that makes one. Dark Knight a great movie. <laughs> I know. But well, welcome to the Dark Knight podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> meanwhile, back it's all meanwhile. part of the plan. <laughs> so we were talking about the extended and theatrical versions, and there being pretty minor changes. Uh, it turns out that there is a turns out you're wrong. You well, lied to me, and I'm taking it personally because we're we're sort of forced to watch because of various. Uh, issues or that were we have because to watch of the, my shitty blu-ray player that <laughs> attaches to my laptop we have to watch the theatrical version right and uh Vito and i are watching we, the we were privy versions, to an extended scene which just that we're using the same blu-ray disc on your thing but for whatever reason we don't have that option on your player which is fine but there is a scene at the at the beginning of this 15 minutes right after uh roman does this thing with the little remote control car we're back in the warehouse it's it's dom's advanced heist planning class you remember and yeah. And uh, Mia says, well, she does, she's basically like, well, okay, we can get into the safe. How do we get into the police station? Right. And they've got the blueprints and everything. Brian said, he's, Brian's analyzed these blueprints and he says, well, there's, there's four walls. One of them has a guard tower. Right. One of them has this other thing. But there's one that just shares a wall with the basement bathroom. And yeah. That's our way in. And I'm like... <laughs> Sharing a wall with a basement bathroom is the equivalent of the exhaust port on the Death Star. Sure. It's like the fatal flaw that has to be built in in order for the plan to succeed. Who builds something like that and goes, we're going to make it impenetrable from three sides only? Well, it's I like, would argue. Why would you not put the fourth when side When the building was built, the vault was not in there. Yeah, that's true. So but the still, now that they know the vault's in there, you'd figure someone in the place would go, it's, excuse me, sir, but the, the, the basement bathroom that no one frequents is on the other side of that, that you know, that real incredible vault. They've got the, yeah. you know. The, the retcon is that it's an engineer who designed that, like, on purpose so that his daughter <laughs> could steal dumb. the plans. Oh, man, another <laughs> another side movie by Anthony. <laughs> it's Rogue Two. Yeah. <laughs> So there's all rogue number two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's in the bathroom. It's two, two rogue, two Star Wars is. Well, in the bathroom, the basement bathroom also has a vent in it, conveniently placed by the parking garage. Don't most bathrooms have vents? <laughs> well, I this hope so. vent is big enough they can pass money through it. Apparently, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have to yeah, move. Yeah, they this talk money about out. it's like ten thousand pounds worth of worth of money, and and Brian's like, we could pass it through the uh, the air vent to and the get cars. it to the cars. Yeah. No, you dumb idiot. We can't. <laughs> well, so that's why they need these super fast cars to get through the parking garage, pick up their money, and get out of there without being seen by these cameras. For a second there, in? I thought you were going to say that's why they need the fast cars to drive through the vents. I was like, how big of, <laughs> are these They're very vents? big vents. It's the Death Star, Anthony. I like that you're open-minded, though, Anthony. You know, one of the weird things, though, is conveniently enough, I live about three blocks from a police station. And so when I drive by it all the time, I can see that their parking lot is heavily guarded. So okay. how are these guys going to get into this Rio de Janeiro underground parking Well, that's lot a great question. Without anybody noticing them getting in. Because Dom calls Tego and Le- well, it's Tego and Don Omar. He calls them Leo and Santos again, yeah, which Leo I found interesting. Santo. Which you pointed out maybe it's kind of a code name thing. So I'll back from their Dominican Republic days. I just think nobody knows what the fuck's going on behind the scenes and they're making this all up as they go along. I'll call them who I want to call them. I'm the executive <laughs> producer says, and the star of the series and even though I sound like 
Sylvester Stallone right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm dumb. I do for my country. So he gives, he's got an assignment for Tego and Don Omar. And then this is where the theatrical version picks back up. And we see Tego and Don Omar walking into the police station uh, parking garage, just walking right in like it's a Dominican Republic jail or something. They have a little back and forth, like too fast, too furious, where they're, they're always just, like, arguing joking. And he's like, You got no faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of them speaks English. The other one, one speaks, speaks everything Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. do go back. In. I mean, I kind of like that because, I mean, they're, they're from South America. It does make sense they would kind of go back and forth between English. You know what yeah. makes sense? Them to actually speak the same fucking language to the to each other. You know, I mean, but I've seen. Have that you ever before, seen though. Ghost Dog: The Way of the Samurai? One character speaks French and the other speaks English, and somehow they understand each other. I think there's a um, Lucio Fold, no uh, Argento movie. I think it's a Deep Red where they're the characters are having entire conversations. One person will say a line in Italian, they, they'll answer them in English, and it just goes back and forth between Italian and English. And it's weird, but I guess it happens. You know, if you I don't know more than one. Join language, the Anthony. World Village, Anthony. Join the World Village. No. I just know the one. <laughs> so, but I, uh, anyway, I see what you're saying. Um, they're arguing as usual. Don Omar tells Tego that he's definitely going to screw something up. They head inside the parking garage and break into some service maintenance shaft. They climb down it. It's all this like Not just step by step. Not a single person right notices them the entire no, time. No, because there's no guards or, or anything watching the parking garage at the police station in Rio de, Rio de Janeiro. I guess they've all got them stationed in front of the vault, maybe. I don't know. They could have just drilled through to the back of the vault, pulled the money out, and gotten away instead no, of having a whole, to do this No, it's a whole floor round. down. Yeah. It's just, next to the basement bathroom now you're starting to make sense with this movie <laughs> so that means the vault is in the basement too right Anthony? yeah it's kind of dumb i guess all right that's fine <laughs> um they get to the area uh down below uh the parking garage where they're they're starting to work on some pipes and uh meanwhile the mail officer from the evidence evidence storage room is going i love to that the i call them the stereotypical keystone cop with a newspaper under his arm who has to take a shit on his 15 minute break <laughs> Perfect, uh, he's like i got my 15 minute break i'm gonna go take a shit you guys my favorite part of the day <laughs> exactly he's like he's he's like i'm gonna go to the basement bathroom so i can get away from the hustle and bustle right. of the storage unit my 11 a.m bm nobody ever comes down here i'll be fine exactly take Taking my 15-minute crap. My sanctuary. <laughs> I've got this whole uh, newspaper to read. I've got He's this whole excited. bathroom to myself. Exactly. He, he could... picks. There's like five stalls. He picks the middle stall because he wants to feel Most important. comfortable, exactly. Yeah. He's can, he can the handicap stall so he can stretch his legs out. <laughs> That's right. He's like, this This bathroom even has vents, so the smell just goes right into the, <laughs> the parking, parking lot. Garage, exactly. It's <laughs> the perfect set. Now, I, Okay, I was going to say, how is it next? How is it in the basement and next to the parking garage? But that could be a below sub-level We're just making garage. this up as we call it. Go with the improv. <laughs> yes, know, right? and? <laughs> so Don Omar and Tego open up one of these pipes, and they place a bomb inside of it. There's a little back and forth about why Tego picked the amount of time on the bomb that he did. Yeah, because he, he doesn't set it for 60 seconds. It's set for 60 or 59. It's like a he, minute, yeah. He dinks it back to like 56 seconds for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and and the other guy's like, why do you always mess with the timer so much? He goes, ah, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, you could have yeah, too much You honestly, I mean, here's the thing. Why not just set it for like three minutes and give yourself time to get out of there? They have to climb back out of a hole and get the point. fuck out of this place. Like, what would happen if that if it exploded 
And then someone was like, holy shit, Collapses. we're under attack. And they come running out, and there are these two guys climbing out. That's like, a good question. Why didn't they just give it 10 minutes and yeah, leave well. and come? I don't know. I guess it's a fucking movie. <laughs> that's a good point. That's they why. almost got sprayed in the face with poo. Yes, it, it, was a, it was a yeah a risk that they were willing to take, apparently. Yes. Because the bomb does explode, and all the toilets shoot out poop water, and the officer runs out of there soaking wet, covered in shit. He drops his gun. He does, yeah. He drops his gun on the floor and just leaves it. He just leaves the gun sitting there. It's like... It's got to smell like the whole room at this. But point. come on, you're not Check gonna grab gun. your gun. <laughs> by the by the way, guys, I fucking I worked in a movie theater my very first job when I was 16 years old mm-hmm. after McDonald's. I quit McDonald's in a fury because it sucked, and I started working in a movie theater. And our toilets exploded very much in a similar fashion. Like no lie, they fucking exploded like a cherry bomb or something. Like there, we don't know what caused it. I mean, this is you know a long time ago, but. I was one of the two people who had to go clean it. And believe me, when these guys show back up and they're like, oh, it stinks in here, and they just go about their business, <laughs> it was so, we had the door open and it was so hard to breathe. We are all going, bleh, bleh, and we all kept throwing up and having, it's terrible. So this whole scene is completely unrealistic. I've got a lot of problems with this scene. It's completely unrealistic. This upcoming scene. I too enjoyed this gag when it was done in Problem Child 2. Child too. That is kind of the mentality here. It's like, John Ritter's like John Ritter level. Tego Santo, why are you guys blowing up? And by Junior. the way, I do I love John Ritter. Those movies, love by the way. Movies. Oh, I don't really? know why. The first I hated fun. the kid. Love. I didn't like That's the kid. The point. Yeah, I know, but I mean, he was like, you're supposed to like the unlikable kid. Like Dennis the Menace is still supposed to be a likable kid. I hated the kid playing the problem child to the point where like. I just I would have been okay if they murdered him. You to be like ten him. years younger. They could have like stuffed him in a trunk and like drove the car off a bridge, and I would have been like, oh, okay, that's fine. Welcome to the Problem Child Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to Tago and With Don Michael Omar. Kramer, or what, what was it? Michael Richards. Sorry, he wasn't in Michael yeah. Kramer. <laughs> He's here to give us a racist rant oh, about. No. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey. Jesus. We cut to Tego and Don Omar entering the the, the police station dr- disguised as a repair crew. And it's that classic cliche movie scene where they're, they are the crew that's going to fix the problem they created so they get into the building. Right. But I have all the, like, so this is a, is this not a two uh, guy job? Well, I, a, the funny, the funniest thing one. about this that, that I think we were talking about this while we were rewatching this before we recorded but it's like this is the point in the movie where you were like my suspension of disbelief is completely gone it how are these be. the two that were hired to go in and i'm like dude they fucking tej probably intercepted the call you know so-and-so repair and they were like yeah we had our toilets explode and they're like we're sending a couple of guys that's it so, you know and, they and, I, and I pointed out that this for me was your scene with roman which totally worked for me <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, you're right. It's just like, this is what you just have to kind of go with it and make your yeah. own head cannon to make it make sense. They could have just brought in a slippery, one wet, like, little yellow sign. Which they did. Yeah. No, just bring that in. Just oh, be not like, even oh, cause the yeah, actual explosion. There, there's a mess. We need to clean it up. But then you'd have to prove the mess. No, you don't. Like, who, who in the world is going to be like, oh, there's a mess in the bathroom? I must investigate. <laughs> I don't know. They Suspicious got all these little, cop number five. They got a badge that, that they had to get to get in there. I mean, they maybe had a background check. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think they needed something big enough to get them in there to do what they're about and to do. And also, it's going to take time. It wouldn't be a quick cleanup job. Yeah. That is that is true. That's true. Okay. Just have like one of them like walk up to the desk and just be like, hey, uh, by the way, I tried to go to the bathroom. And uh, shit everywhere. I would love to see you actually Im- try to implement this plan. No, you don't even have to say there's shit everywhere. You can just be like, 
this yeah. is a place of business, Anthony. Toilet won't flush. It's also flush. in the basement. Yeah, but you We're know, sending somebody, I, okay? I do have to say, I do have to say, I hate to say this, but like the fact that the toilet exploded on a cop and the cop ran out and left his gun in there shows that it was, he's like, it, it's full of shit in there, you guys. Do this not is a shitty there. plan. That's all I'm saying. It's a shitty fucking plan. It's a but wouldn't the plan, city yes. have been contacted? Wouldn't this be a city job? Why would they go to an independent contractor to take care of this? Ah, now I see that everyone's starting to analyze these movies as much as I do because I'm always I'm always watching movies like why the fuck would they do that? But like that, you're right. But I, I again, I think that's what probably now here I am playing devil's advocate. That's why they have the badges and stuff. Dom thought about it, and I, I, my, my argument is that they intercepted the call. Mm-hmm. They called the city sanitary thing, and then these guys were sent in to impersonate these city guys. So the call never made it to the city sanitation department it made it to tej and then tej mm-hmm. sent them out that's what i feel and then they send two uh dominican republic guys to right. fix the. they speak spanish or, they portuguese, or portuguese so they can whichever. uh see it all works it all works <laughs> well they head down to the basement bathroom and they put a wedge under the door so no one can get in there and you know like you said don omar does make a point to mention that it stinks down there but that's about the extent he's like ooh it. it stinks and then like, they just none of them no are wearing masks <laughs> no a lot of shit. no but but dude like for real having anyone who's ever had to clean up a couple of exploded toilets knows that it's horrible Freaks. it's shit and piss I said piss. I was going to say piss. P and piss. Piss. I've got more of a fucking southern accent than Hobbs does, and he's right. supposed to be an all-American cowboy. Right, exactly. But um, but like Flutter. it stinks so bad that we had to like walk outside and hold our breath and go. Like, there's no way these well, guys. Well, even were if just they had worn like some, some face jokes. mask, like a respirator or something yeah, like that, because they're like making jokes and stuff in there, and I was like, that's well, it, not they're not really. Happen. It's not really jokes. Like they're doing this odd exchange where they're still complaining about using too much explosive, and Tego's like, uh, too much explosive not enough it doesn't really matter and uh donald mars like you learned that from some buddhist book in jail yeah and i was like what are you talking about yeah here here was his little rant that he says and i wrote it down and i was like that doesn't make sense he goes that's some buddhist shit you learned from a book in the prison library isn't it and what you're doing there on that wall you got that from that same book didn't you and i was like what the fuck does that even mean because all he was doing was holding up a thing and trying to detect metal on the other side why would so what is uh, it he had to You're read the that Buddhist in a book? expert. What ha- if it doesn't Buddhism. make sense to you? That's not Buddhism. Then yeah, I think I think Buddha works in mysterious ways. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I think I think the attitude of like, eh, it doesn't matter if I did this or this. The you know that is slightly Buddhist. It's just accepting what is. That's but nihilism. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah, maybe maybe it's uh, an improvised scene, and I think it's improvised. Yeah. Well, and also, I thought it was weird. So they go over to the wall and they start cutting into this section of the wall, which they have no problem with whatsoever, despite it being a foot thick concrete yeah, wall. It's a foot thick, and they're it using. It took them three seconds. Yeah. yeah. And they, they just well, take it off like mention, it weighs guys, nothing. Have, has anybody stopped to think that they also have to still clean up all the shit in there? Like, not necessarily. Could, you mean to tell me there's not some supervisor in the police department who's going to be like, I need to check your they work put before a wedge you guys under the leave? Door, Vito. No one's getting in there. <laughs> they put a wedge under the door. <laughs> Supervisor's like, guys, I need to check your progress. <laughs> Don't come in here. It smells terrible. Okay. Uh, <laughs> go but right like, ahead. they're going to leave, and the shit's going to be exactly. there. And there's a hole in the wall. Exactly. And then the, the cops will be like, we've been robbed. Yeah, they're going to be like, maybe we should fucking protect the vault now. Then we'll have learned their lesson. But none of that happens because they're going to break in and get the ball. Well, they don't care. They're going to get their money get the fuck out of there. Right, Anthony? What a great movie, guys. (laughs) This is amazing. (laughs) 
So, okay, and then it gets even... The next time somebody says to you, Anthony, (laughs) that Fast Five is the best movie in the series, you're just going to punch them straight in the neck. (laughs) Crack! (laughs) Better than Too Fast. (laughs) Ouch. So it gets even wackier after this, because then they are somehow able to tap into the security cameras from the basement bathroom and broadcast it to the fucking warehouse with Dom and Brian and the rest of the crew. Yeah, movie How magic, is, you guys. That is movie some movie magic, magic for yeah. sure. They're experts. <laughs> Apparently, they know they what are. they're fucking doing. So some, that, he learned it in a book. Some well, you got to read the right prison. books in prison. And and Han gets his Tej moment where he just looks at the monitor and he automatically knows all the specs of the camera. He's like, it's got a marker optics, hundred degree that field of view. That was Han who said yeah, that. Yeah, Han. Though. That's what I said. But it was a coily thing. It was the same thing where Tej had done earlier with the vault. Exactly. Yeah. I, by like, the way, I tried to look up marker optics, mm-hmm. and my notes say marker optics colon because I couldn't find anything. I don't know what the fuck marker optics are. But uh, apparently no they're what's ten amazing. seconds? Oh, I guess ten second oscillation is it takes ten seconds for it to for, turn. for it to go back and forth, yeah. which means that's that's why they have ten seconds to get the cars past hundred degree field of view. So all two of those make sense. One does not. Marker yeah. optics is a mystery. Maybe a marker optic means that it can mark the car like it follows it, like it'll see something that that's moving sense. and follows it. That's what I'm going to go with, yeah. uh, Vito. Does that work for you, Anthony? I did better sure. than the okay. damn writer of the show. <laughs> um. Gal suggests hacking in and replacing the image, but Tej says they can't do that without alerting the police. And that was the moment I th- I thought like, eh, if the script wanted you to, you could figure out. I, a way I to- was really <laughs> happy that they didn't do that because that's such a cliche in the movies. Mm-hmm. We're like, I was totally, I was totally. saying, you know, the supervisor's like. Unit five, you guys looking good down there? And the, the dude always turns to the camera and does his little, hey, yeah, we're fine. And then later he goes, how's it going in here? And then he sees the guy doing it again and he goes, they put it on a loop. You well, know, they realize speed as happening. an example. Yeah. So like they didn't do that in this movie, which I liked. The writer was at least prescient enough to say, that's a cliche. Let's let's do something different. Mm-hmm. Well, you know and I mean? also like them going through like at least a couple of ideas that's like, well, that's not going to work. Got to think of something else. Right. And I mean, it's kind of, you know mandatory i think otherwise it's just like there's no there's no difficulty there's no obstacle you know there has to be a little resistance yeah you know what we needed with these plans what we needed like that classic um like Shaun of the dead like thing where we actually visually visually see the plans like like in super fast did oh did they do that in super fast i don't remember well because i I don't know what you guys are saying because i didn't see they go through this whole plan of like what we're gonna do and then we see those plans enacted and then it's like "Ah, why don't we just do this it's easier and so oh okay we'll do that and so they don't even actually end up doing all the things we saw them do oh but that's a parody movie so yeah i see i was thinking Shaun of the dead which is also kind of a parody movie but a much better right done one but they you know then then we go back to the winchester and enjoy a pint like that absolutely yeah um, so with cameras this high quality, they're going to need super fast cars so they can get by the cameras before they turn back around, which is a silly, I, we were talking about this earlier. What difference does it make if the, right. if the cops see them on the, the they're out of there by then. So who fucking yeah. cares? Yeah. Um, but Han says there's also these super, there's a couple of super tight turns in the, uh, parking garage so they're going to need agile cars as well yeah yeah they're going to need to drift i guess around the uh... <laughs> it's implied yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. they could have pulled this off with a honda civic they just want cool cars honestly you could pull it off with a with a really high-powered scooter mm. you know what i mean yeah it, why does it even necessarily have to be a car they could have yeah. gotten a fucking mini cooper or something and had no trouble yeah put a big Smart uh, car exactly one of those little box ones 
Yeah, eh, well, I guess because uh, it's a fucking movie and it needs to have exactly. really cool cars in it. So Dom tells him to build a practice track, and then him, he and Brian go to some uh, get some fast, agile cars. Well, here's the, here's the weird part about that, and that was something you pointed out, and it was something I'd put in my notes. It's like they are spending. Okay, they're not rich yet. <laughs> exactly, these guys are not rich yet, but they managed to get four of the same cameras, high tech cameras that cannot these are be the, cheap. These are the cameras that that are in the actual thing that they've that they've tapped they into. Probably and they probably had to expedite delivery, them, and they've. Cre- <laughs> Expedite delivery. Oh God, that's another two hundred fifty dollars to overnight it, you guys. guys I don't are gonna know. take two weeks. I don't know. Um, but like they build a fucking track in the basement, like that. That so they're renting some kind of space some warehouse somewhere. or something, yeah. And they've got and they've actually gotten four of these same cameras. So like that couldn't have been cheap because it's the high end. Is it cameras. four or is it just the one? They have four of them. They do. Okay. At least from what I could see, there was a camera on each end. Because there there is a moment where they're doing the thing and he goes, I think camera three still gotcha. Right. He says right. that to Giselle. Right. Dom um, took out a small business loan in order to <laughs> allegedly from Hernan Reyes, apparently. <laughs> That's right. Open borrow. up a sandwich shop. <laughs> see, it's 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 even whatever. South. I was gonna say it's even it's even more insidious because he borrowed it from Hernan Reyes and he has no intention of paying it back. <laughs> I know he's not gonna pay that interest rate. <laughs> Wait a minute, you took all of my money and you're not going to pay me back for the sandwich shop? I didn't even get a sandwich out of this deal. <laughs> So Brian is super into this idea of going to get cars. He's got a big old grin on his face. And there's a car he show. He really does. You can totally imagine Brian O'Connor masturbating to like cars <laughs> cars and whatever magazine. Yeah. Like cars <laughs> and whatever magazine. I don't know the name of any car <laughs> magazines. You guys know I don't know shit about cars. But like I could see him getting a car magazine and being like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. And just like fucking jerking her off. <laughs> on, using on motor oil. He's really oh, too. No. Oh god. Oh, man. He's like he's like sniffing Nas and fucking. He's, Dom, d- you've been no, in there for twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm combing my hair. <laughs> what? But but don't like, come in here, mom. <laughs> I'm combing my hair. The um, you've been combing your hair for twenty minutes. Yeah, that's the uh, my pit hair. Boy, we've all kind of been through that. At least <laughs> any of the males listening have uh have have been through that. Sure, sure. I was bald at uh, seventeen, and I was like, I'm combing my hair. The uh. Not not what my mom wanted to hear. The that was really gross. But anyway, so there's a car I, show. Meanwhile, <laughs> no, he's totally he's totally he he's abnormally he cars. into cars. Well, but like, he has to be. He to legitimately be in the... gets like he pops a boner when he hears that. He's like, oh my god, well, cars. There's a <laughs> car show or an illegal race or some kind of car centric party going on nearby that very evening. In fact, that's and right. Oh, there always there's always a every car night race exactly in, in Rio de Janeiro. And and I gotta tell you, it's girl central. There, it, well, it's your it's your booty, stereotypical mm-hmm. butt central. Like casting, yeah, they they have to get cast from like Butt Central or something. All of the girl butts are bouncing all over. Dude, the place. you're never gonna hear me argue for less butt shots in a Fast and the Furious movie. There are like twelve butts per capita mm-hmm. per shot in every. Like, I mean, it's amazing. In fact, is there really a Butt Central thing? Like, I don't know, but if there yeah, is, but if there is, I'm going to apply for the job of casting <laughs> director. Know. Exactly, I need to measure. We're gonna need to see you, ladies. Twerk uh, number two, twerk. Thank you. Number three, twerk. And so Brian and Cheat Dom the camera, pull up, please. and there's two girls that walk by their their car with their asses literally hanging out of their dress. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Again, I'm not arguing. No, I'm not complaining. I could have I, honestly, if somebody wanted to do like a Fast and the Furious supercut of just butts at car races, 
I'd watch it. It'd be like half an hour. I would be willing to bet that's probably on YouTube already. You guys would be like, Vito, have you seen that video? And I'd be like, I need to use the bathroom. I'm going to be combing my hair. Because <laughs> Vito doesn't have any. Yes, that's right. Well, it's for that's, the joke. It's a visual joke. That's the right. joke. <laughs> that's the joke. Yeah. Well, you could be combing your beard hair. Moving on. Well, you got to go and make sense. Dom and Brian look at these asses and say, home sweet home. That's right. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> tonight, tonight, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. We brought this series home back to its roots. That's right. This, and this this section kind of does. Maybe not, I mean, especially later on. Yeah. Um, Which I was really looking forward to, but the way it played out was it's very It's even got that, like, that... that mm-hmm. The music kind of... The establishing yeah. shots as well. The music, yeah. cinematography, everything. I was yeah. like, all right. And you're like, we are about to get a fucking killer race right well see yeah because brian spots a car he likes says it's all motor no tuning issues i assume that means something to someone um <laughs> he's about to need a what i, I just imagine all of these gearheads listening to the Ooh, show just going good. you fucking moron don't you understand what that means i'll show no, you tuning issues no we don't we have no idea whatsoever so brian is so excited he's about to need a new pair of pants when the owner of this car walks up <laughs> Uh, his name in his name is never said, but in the uh, IMDb credits him as Diogo. 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 I'm not sure how that's pronounced. Diego. It's not Diego. Okay. It's D I O G O. Diogo. Diogo. Di- I think it would be Diogo. 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 Jogo. Diogo. Maybe it's like a D. Yeah, Jogo maybe. Know. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? I know he's a guy, and not only does this guy know uh, <laughs> Got Dom to that guy listening to this podcast, going, "Hey, I was important. It was Diogo." Hey, we should have him on. It's like Diego, Come on our show. but Diogo. Yeah. Yeah. I will tell you how to pronounce my name. Um, and so not only does he know Dom, he also knows that Brian is slash was a cop, which is interesting. Instantly the smartest guy in the franchise. I know, right? right. I know you, and you brought a cop. Yeah, and he's like, and I love how I Brian- I did my research on the internet. <laughs> the guy the guy is screaming it, too. He's yelling it to everyone there. Oh, look, he brought a cop along. And Brian's like, let's keep that on the down I know. Huh? It's like everyone knows. <laughs> oh, a little fucking late. bag. You guys pulled up, and I'm surprised people didn't fucking scatter because you were a cop. And I, we should look up this actor at some point, but I thought he was very good. He was at this great. Part. Yeah, yeah. Like I, he just had this like, you're not even a problem. I know who you are. Yeah. You know, but but you know what was interesting? That was something that I did take note is that previously in all of the other movies, Dom and Brian are like the kings of the scene, and mm-hmm. now they show up, and this dude's like, you ain't. You ain't in charge no more. Exactly. But you know no what I mean? He's and like, that's the important yeah, part. He's, like, he's you basically, used to be. Yeah, he's basically like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, Yeah, you're showing you up here now, Toretto. Place. Don't bring your problems yeah, here. Yeah, so, so they've kind of fallen in the eyes of the, uh, of the community, which is interesting. Okay, well, so let yeah. me get this straight. Mm-hmm. Back in America, no one recognizes Dom. What do you mean? Like, during like, the last movie. Well, they're wearing helmets. No, 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 no. <laughs> What I'm saying is, in the last movie, when they Fast showed and up, Furious. yes, okay, part four, when they yeah. showed up to the audition, no one fucking yeah, recognized him. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. But meanwhile, in a whole different country. Meanwhile, in another country. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, I guess, but they had been doing their exploits in South America for some time. I, I, it, it had been five years okay, between one sense. and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. But somehow this guy is. I have is nothing to him. contribute he has to the this trading cards and everything. He's got the Fast and Furious trading cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Jesse rookie card. <laughs> Nobody wants it. I know. I got like ten of them. No one will trade me for a Leon. <laughs> um, 
So and this guy also says there's people looking for him, and didn't Dom know that everyone here would recognize you? Just that, very that, well done. Okay, that also beggars the the next question. If they're so popular within that community and stuff, why weren't Hobbs and his men watching these areas? They're not tapped into anyway. the illegal racing you know what community. I mean? I but guess. they know that they're racers because it's the first thing that Hobbs says when he gets off the plane is like, we do not let these men get anywhere near a car ever. That's true. So it's like, That's why true. would they not be watching these areas? They know something. Elena has established something big is going down, remember, in, <laughs> in the last whatever. Mm-hmm. So they know that it's probably going to involve cars because that's how they rob shit. Well, as so why aren't Hobbs and his men watching out? Well, as we learned from our interview with Rob Cohen, which if you haven't listened to, you should go back and check out episode eight. Yes. The street racing community is very secretive. That's, and perhaps yeah, right. perhaps there was just some protocol that Hobbs is not privy to that Dom was I was going to say that's true. If Hobbs showed up at one of those and was trying to be undercover they'd be like narc narc <laughs> that movie sounds hilarious <laughs> hey guys should, can i help out with your car racing your illegal racing <laughs> i like driving too what what, uh, what do you like to drive <laughs> oh man he can't even fit in the car exactly <laughs> he is the car there's like like a midget strapped to his back and he they just races Hummer Hobbs. he just runs and races the other car and wins so Hobbs, goddammit. Dom says he was counting on being recognized, basically, which I'm not... I he don't keeps really saying that, that throughout this movie, and it makes no sense. But it's just to lend Why the idea that, that be... he is planned for everything. Right, for every right. contingency, he, it's I still according to I to be to recognized. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So he then challenges this guy to a race against his Dodge Charger. Car right. for car, his dad's old car. Right. He's like, this This beauty's never seen daylight. Which is a pretty cool line. You know, there yeah. are some great dialogue exchanges in this movie. Yeah. And there are some great, really well-constructed scenes. And then there's some where it's just like, oh, we got to do something here. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know what the story, I'd be interested to find out if there was maybe some big changes that maybe they thought it's they were going to get Tommy Lee Jones and, and ended up not. And there were some changes that needed to be made. I don't know. Yeah. It's possible. Anyway, oddly, we do not get to see this race. Yeah, that was shit. That was the funny thing. That was why I said I was like, yeah, because you know everybody in the audience was like, here comes one of their races. I bet they're going to show the spark go from the key through the whatever out the exhaust, (laughs) and like nothing happened. They just show up and they're like, we won. We -hmm. have not had a race this movie. That's true. This is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So for all of you who are watching the Hobbs and Shaw trailer and making the that comment that every third person does where they go i thought this series used to be about racing uh it stopped at around four okay they stopped doing the racing at around it's five not fast and anthony's furious yep that's right <laughs> perfect um put it on a t-shirt so we just cut right back to put the warehouse piece of bread and i don't even know what that means brian though. drives up in this guy's uh vehicle Roman asks if they got the car from Papa Smurf because it's blue. Because mm. it's blue. Not, not, not see, a I would have made a blue balls joke. You would have. Yeah. I would have said, And Anthony hey, would have cut it out. Are they, yeah. <laughs> Brian, are those? No, but I mean, if I were Rome, I would have said something like, Brian, that car is as blue as your balls. <laughs> you know, that would have at least been funnier. <laughs> Lisa, I knocked up my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, my girlfriend's pregnant, Rome. You don't have is your you know, girlfriend pregnant? 50 guys in the in the theater turning to their friend and saying, who's Papa Smurf? You're right, going to have right. a boy or a girl? I'm going to have a car. <laughs> He's gonna, she gives birth to a Chevelle. <laughs> going to name it GT. GT <laughs> O'Connor. GT O'Connor. And um, his sister, Nova. That's right. 
So next we go right to the uh, practice track where they have apparently purchased all of these uh, security cam- cameras that are the reasonable equivalent of the police station cameras, I assume. Right. Yes. Likely very expensive. Brian's on his test run. He finishes up and asks how he did. Han tells him that uh, the camera still caught him. And apparently this new sweet car they just won is not fast enough to outrun the cameras. So Dom says they'll need faster cars. Yes, which eliminates the point of that entire last scene where exactly. they're going to get the car. But here's the other thing. Okay, again, a movie always requires that the plan goes exactly the way they want it to. How do you know the oscillation of this? Of the, you know what I mean? That's like you, you. You okay? So when I when I worked in banking back in the day, there was a guy who. Is this there a is, place you haven't worked? No, this is weird. <laughs> this is this is a hundred percent true story. Cameras back then weren't as you know. This was a long time. Well, ago. back then, nineties, in the nineties. So there there was a guy who had basically studied enough about how the cameras were positioned in our branch that he came in and he had a mask like his hat pulled down. He was able to run. I, I swear to God, this really happened. This is a true story. He ran into these weird angles. He ran like over by a plant, then to another thing, whatever. He hopped over. He was able to get money from us and get out of the bank, and the cameras did not get good angles. Meanwhile, the guy. guards just watching him like, what yeah, is well, this there was guy no guard. Doing? There was no guard. That's That was part of the reason why yeah. I'm no longer it, in banking. Uh-huh. But like this guy legitimately was able to look at the placement of the cameras and plan out where he would not be seen. And he literally had... Must have practiced it at home and ran in such a way that the only thing they caught on the camera was like one of his legs as he was running out of the bank. Mm-hmm. And the FBI, when they came to investigate it, they were like, this guy was a fucking genius. Like he knew how these cameras worked, right? That's great. These were stationary cameras. These are moving cameras. Mm-hmm. So how do you know that the camera is well, going to be exactly kinda... at the space you need it to be when the car mm. gets into camera frame? Like if you know what I mean, well, you we've can't already established it doesn't make a difference a... if the cops see them on the camera or not. Like, right. This right. whole plan is yeah. kind of just a fill yeah, of time, true. I think. Yeah. You're but right. that is a good question. It's it's the writer trying to prove that he's thought out his race or his uh his. Mm-hmm. Theft, even though he hasn't. But we then get Sorry, a montage Chris. of all of the the rest of the crew all running cars with different cars on the track, and so we right. can presume that they've gone and stolen other cars right. uh, to to do this with. Um, Hal watches. I like to think they all won different races. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's just seven different. Scenes <laughs> they all have their own short going film out. spinoff. Oh, you're that Han guy. I bet you think you're hot shit, but you ain't here in Rio. <laughs> That's right. I'll race you for your car. <laughs> We're not you're in China. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Actually, it's Korea, son. Um, speaking of Han, he watches Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot drive. I think it's in the middle. Yeah, I feel bad because I, I pressed it. So it's like Gadot. It's like a weird. It's an O U. <laughs> you guys, I'm still saying, going with Gadot. Guys, Gadot. When you were arguing, it sounded like you were saying the exact same thing to me. <laughs> Whatever the, it's a hard T. We can agree on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just call her Giselle because that's her nope. fucking name. No, it's not. It hasn't been established. Uh, so Han is, is starting to fall head over heels. <laughs> For those heels. of you at home, Anthony was just shaking his head. <laughs> well, it's, it's understandable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm shaking my head too. She's her name Giselle. should have been said by this point. Two movies in. Look, you and your fucking rules. They haven't said Dom. Yeah, they have said Dom. Never mind. Look. Can we I, can we keep moving? No, sure. I'm just I'm just I'm totally getting back. <laughs> totally getting. I have the same problem uh, with. Partly with Force Awakens, we don't find out Ray's name forty for forty five minutes into the film. Anthony's already done with this. Uh, next, we see <laughs> that they have ordered their duplicate vault. 
So this thing had to cost what half a million dollars? Yes, it was oh, huge, massive. Well, wait, maybe this stole. Did you say the line that he said where he goes, "I think I'm in love." When uh, when when Giselle not, was driving, yeah, because I was like, "Ain't we all?" You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but beautiful is, woman who can drive a fast car. I do like the smart. pacing with how their relationship kind of works out. You know, like we yeah, see that is an important just, moment, gal. Yeah. You almost got me. Giselle. <laughs> yeah, we see Gal um, kind of noticing him a couple of times. And then, yeah. like, it's, yeah, it's not like her concern. It's not she her goes, smoking hot looks that gets him. It's her driving ability. No, but I think it's a combination. And it's kind of cool how they set up their. their or their at thing, least to say that she does look, go not around. Looks alone are going to get she, she does this, like, thing where she goes around the corner and you see concern on his face for a second. And then she stops. And I she's think like, it's immediately. How did impressed. I do? And he's like, I'm in fucking love. I think yeah. he's immediately impressed. He's like, yeah, oh. I would have wow. been impressed. So, yeah, so apparently she's the fastest driver, one of the fastest. How are you holding up, Anthony? Fair what? Enough. Anthony's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so we get this. They're all driving, and, um, like, oh, so we get the duplicate vault. That's where we are. Tej asks where they got this, and Han says they had that he had a life before they met Tej, too. Kind yeah. of turning it back around on him. Yeah, I thought it was fun because that was not only a callback to what Tej had said earlier in the movie, mm-hmm. but it's also a callback to the fact that Han existed in the Better Luck Tomorrow movie, you know, before, like he had a different life before they True. all met as well, you know. It was Which like we really need to incorporate into the... Hmm? Or, hear me out. Yep. Somebody in the writing room was like, hey, how how are they going to get the, the, uh, the vault? Mm-hmm. And the screenwriter was just like, uh, you know, the, I'll make some reference. Don't make you worry about up. it. Yeah, I'll he make had something. a life before. Well, like guys. that, that as you pointed out, Zach, that vault has to be like a half million dollar vault. Like, how? Where are they getting the fucking money well, to do this? That uh, that line that Han says actually kind of implies that maybe he had a connection somehow, and maybe they didn't spend any money on this massively right. expensive vault. Right. I think the three of us now thought about it mm-hmm. just just now <laughs> more than the screenwriter did during the entire process it's entirely possible yeah. we gotta we gotta release it days is, we gotta have a this movie done it's by. like they need a vault they get a vault you know right. what i mean there's a vault and frankly there. we don't need to see the specifics of how they got it right it is just interesting though that this has to be costly because well, you're like some if money. they've got this kind of money then why, why do they not just go to escape the now just they could have out. not called all these other people you could have you could have actually used the half million dollars that it cost to buy the vault and had reyes kill and you could have got guys <laughs> guys brian's gonna be a dad <laughs> can't have blood on his hands that's right i can't have little gt knowing his dad's a cold-blooded murderer that's right his first words were vroom vroom <laughs> his seconds were bitches papa why did you have hernan Weyers killed <laughs> so that you could live Thank Shut up, you're a car. You're not supposed to talk. <laughs> Make some more motor noises. <laughs> oh, man. So Tej says he's going to get started on cracking the, the electronic tumbler, <laughs> but there's still the problem of the hand scanner to worry about. Right. they got to figure out how to get Hernan Reyes's handprint. And you know, my, my Machiavellian ass, I was just like, cut off his fucking arm. You you just no, but cut then the motherfucker's arm it. off. Yeah, they but do you it know, in secret. You cut off his fucking arm, and you you march up and you slap it You're on. You're saying you, you Luke Skywalker him. That's right. You know just what I mean? That hand. Yeah. I I have I have a ruthless approach when it comes to enemies. You just take sure. them out. It's like the Conan thing, you know. You know what I mean? To hear the lamentation of their women and to see your enemies driven before you, mm-hmm. like that to me, 
Hernan Reyes is the enemy. You chop off his fucking hand, you stick it on there, you get away with his money, fuck him. Well, Roman asks how they're going to get this handprint, and Dom puts Han on the case. And right. Gal volunteers to drive him wherever he's going. Yeah, she's all like, I'm going to hop on this. Yeah. yeah, she takes advantage. Dom is amused by this turn of events. Yeah. He, he oh, sees guys, this, and he kind of chuckles. I do have to say... <laughs> This is one of those most. Sometimes Vin Diesel's facial expressions get a little derpy. He totally has this derpy, like, look on his face when he realizes that there's sparks between <laughs> right, them. Right, right. I was like, they could have used a better take on this. Now like, maybe she'll quit bugging me all the time. Yeah, I know. Like, what a what a horrible problem to have that Gal Gadot wants you. I just said Gadot. You're welcome, Anthony. That uh, that Giselle wants you. What a, what a terrible terrible burden to bear. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, go back if you're if you're watching this after we discuss this in crazy detail. Watch the derpa look on his face. It's kind of funny. He goes a little cross-eyed for a second. <laughs> he it's really a funny. Bit. It's yeah. funny. Uh, so. Han and Gal are then on some expensive exotic beach, the the one that Anthony wishes he was on right now, <laughs> spying on Reyes and his seven bodyguards. Um, and it's it, six. Well, Han says six, yeah, and then he's uh, like, "I spot six bodyguards." She's like, seven. Did you think that the Fanny Pack Man was a, a tourist? Was a tourist? <laughs> and like, you know, Han's over there just hard as a rock, right? <laughs> talking to this him. scene. I, I do have to point out. I thought that this scene, in comparison to some of the other ones, it was very good. Was actually yeah. it has really good subtlety and really good flirting between the two. Their, yeah, their, their chemistry is really is nice. Really good, yeah, and so very yeah, believable. This, this this scene was very uh, yeah yeah because Han uh, casually asked Gal how long she was in the army since she was so skilled in using that Jericho 941 semi-automatic pistol the other day. Yeah. These guys just, they pick up on stuff. Very observant, Dom's crew. Yeah. Um, you and, have to be in order exactly. to pull something off that's this big. That's right. And this stupid. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. It's a combination. Gal says that she got out of the army probably around the same time that Han quit smoking, and then she uh, deduced this by noticing how many chips he's always eating and that he has to keep uh, his hands and mouth busy all the time. Super fidgety. Yeah. But it's also, the, here's here's the part that I love about this. Mm-hmm. is well, he, de- he points out that she was Mossad, which is... Even more so than just being in the army, because you know Israeli, you always which Gal Gadot was actually in in real life. Yeah, yeah, because you have the mandatory, you know, Israeli army kind of thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But isn't Mossad like the like the elite? It would be like the special forces. I I I don't know. I don't know exactly. Yeah, I don't either. But I know making kind of like oh, that's like gangster shit. Well, it's not you're actually in the Mossad, but that's no. He did. He did say he he specifically was like you must have been. No, he said that's some. Mossad's shit. Mom, yeah. dad, stop but fighting. No, but anyway, my point is is that like the implication, because I always got the idea that, because Mossad is like the fucking elite of the elite, that Mossad were the ones that look hunted up, down Google it. all of the, yeah, well, can you look that up while I'm rambling, <laughs> Anthony? Do you mind doing you that? Make serious? yourself useful, Anthony. The, uh, but anyway, so basically what, what happens I'm kidding. is that, uh, uh-huh. I think, no, because I think the Mossad, they were the ones that hunted down the uh, the Nazis I don't that know. got away and stuff. Like, they're the elite of the elite. So the implication here is that she's not only like a badass, she's like a highly trained badass. And then I like that she Sherlock Holmes, like his... His smoking habit, but mm-hmm. notice the the implicit like sexuality involved in it, where she goes, "You always have to be some, doing something with your hands and your mouth," and she's very flirty with him, and you could see that 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 flusters him a little bit. It's mm-hmm. it's no seriously like like it's not me reading into it or being pervy. Like there's <laughs> there's an because she the way that she says you used to smoke, you know, I'd, I'd say that you're a two pack a day man, and she turns to him and she says. 
unfiltered. And the way she says that made me want to take up a smoking habit. I thought mm-hmm. about going out and getting some camels. I do like appreciate practicing. that there was not a, a more explicit comment on him needing to keep his hands and mouth busy. But it is. But, but it's it is, implied, it is a but it very, wasn't explicit. No, that's what I'm saying. It's 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 very playful and sexy. And mm-hmm. but she meant it. It's like I that, would say that, it was more playful than sexy. For sure, it's both. To be honest, you guys are wrong. Whoa, whoa, hold on. You're wrong. But I think you could be playful. And you both. should both be put it is, in but jail. I'm saying it's more on no. the playful. I know, side. guys. I'm just fucking around. I'm not. They're, being they're serious. in a public place. But um, you know, Han would turn on the charm if he was in you know a hotel room. Okay, so so Mossad is. Uh, mm-hmm. It's short for Hamosad Lemodi. Uh, it's actually a really huge. I'm not going to read it, but it's the National Intelligence Agency of Israel. So they're basically like the, the highest. Yeah, they're the highest of the Israeli intelligence community, along with Amman and Shin Bet. So they basically are uh, responsible for intelligence collection, covert so they're, operations. They're good guys. Counter terrorism, presumably. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're super good guys, but like they are way more than just like like I said. Everybody in Israel has to do two years in the army. Mossad implies that she is like way fucking higher than so gal has advanced you know technique. yeah so she's she's like a fucking monster badass versus just well, she'd being, have to be to pull off all these crazy stunts she's doing yeah would it's, you it's, say she's a wonder woman oh, wonder absolutely. woman all the world is waiting for you no but anyway the the writing in the scene i think is very it and yes anthony i i see where you see you know i get where you guys are saying it's not meant to be but i mean they play it in that it's that it's like in the 1940s when they couldn't explicitly talk about sexuality in movies, so the men and the women, the detective would say something, and the woman would say, "You know how to whistle. You just put your lips together and blow." And everybody was like, "Ooh!" In the audience, mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm getting at here. Is it's not supposed to be skeevy, sexy, but mm-hmm. it's her basically saying it's it's her implying to Han. I, I like you and I want to be with you know it's mm-hmm. it's like her basically like showing her feathers yep. you know and, and him I responding don't disagree with yeah you. it's like a delicate little dance that they're doing I also liked that Han is about ready to give <laughs> sorry so Han's ready to give up on this whole plan because there's too many guys yeah and he doesn't think that they can she can uh, they can get up there he's like we're gonna Sausage have to come up fest. with a different plan <laughs> it is. and but Gal tells him to never send a man to do a woman's job. This part is really awesome because if you pay attention to like the way that the music is going, they start while she's saying, you know, unfiltered and she gets them all hot and bothered. You hear this like sexy song start playing like low in the, in the background. And then she turns and she drops her towel and as the towel like drops, it it kicks into slow-mo. And it's not that shitty slow-mo you get at the beginning of like gladiator where they were like, maybe we should do this slow-mo in post. You could tell it was shot in, in actual slow-mo, you know, and she starts to walk and, and the music kicks up mm-hmm. and they do this thing where like uh and I, I actually watched the scene like three or four times because it was really don't cool blame you like, it's what don't blame you yeah yeah but the sound is like really low as the towel drops the music kicks up and everything goes into slow motion and um she walks out of frame and it cuts to this like slow-mo reverse of her walking center frame and then we cut to a push on han's face and he pops this chip in his mouth and you could see he's like a little kid and he's just like oh my god because it's like all... like this is gonna work because we yeah, should well, also he's, say he's totally Reyes and like... his men are sitting out like in front of like a resort they're kind of on like a patio or something it looks yeah, like and yeah. she has to go up these steps that are guarded yeah to get to him and she gets past like the guard but you see like it's but again this is like a part of that implied like weird sexuality because like he pops food into his mouth and watches her with glee it's like really it's kind of like you're eating popcorn, like you're invested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's this like scene, totally into it. This scene would have been a million times better if they had the Ferris Bueller music. 
Boom, Which, boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> boom. Ow, yep. ow. What would have happened if she said, never send Slow a man to a woman's eating. job? Yeah. And then he stood up and said, Surprise. oh, yeah, and drops his towel. And it goes, dang, dang, dang. And he walks up, and it shows his butt and her going, oh. And he gets through, because Hernan Reyes likes men. He looks her in the eye and says, Go back to the kitchen and make me a sandwich. I got this. God. <laughs> get your shoes off. And he just walks up and he's like, is that Hernan Reyes? Can I get an autograph? And they're like, sure. Get on my kitchen. butt? Get in the put kitchen your hand right here while you sign. Pants. Oh. Yeah. I said, put your hand right here while you sign. And he puts it on the uh, the other sheet. And that would have been horrible. Yeah, she saunters right over there to, to Reyes, and uh, Reyes kind of waves her in. Like, one of the guards is like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hernan sees her, and he's like, eh, let no, her in. No, no, let the Mossad agent in. She's <laughs> exactly. most beautiful. She yes. goes over and flirts around and then sits on Reyes' lap, and he puts his hand right on her ass, because why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's totally, as we were watching that, I was like, you could tell that the actor himself <laughs> is like a super stud in real life, because like he doesn't even fucking hesitate. He's like, yep, he touches the back of her neck he slides his hand down just right to her butt he's like totally comfortable i was like i wish i had that slide he teleports (laughs) he teleports that's right he's smoother than the fucking butter that you put on your toast in the morning it's confidence that's confidence. Well, he runs right. Rio de Janeiro. He's kind of like you know who would have played this character if this movie had been made 50 years ago harvey weinstein Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, boy. I thought you were going to say Harvey Firestein. I just want to be loved. Is that so wrong? Uh, uh, I just want to bring her over here. I just want to. Who's your friend? Right, right. Who's your friend over there? The Chinese the guy. Chips. He's Korean. Yeah. Who's the guy eating the chips in a weirdly sexual manner? No, I, it's it would have been Ricardo Montalban, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah sure. Ricardo Montalban, you know, he would have been like, slide on down. Tell me your fantasy. Sit here. Sit on my lap, young lady. You look mighty beautiful today. You look marvelous yeah and then and little fucking Hervé villages was that boss watch out he might be a spy and he'd be like run away tattoo <laughs> get I've out got of here this i'm from busy here. tej oh so uh gal and uh han get back to the warehouse tej asked sorry uh tej and roman are there working on the safe and so han shows them Rhea's handprint on gal's bikini bottom did you did you notice by the way too when when he puts his hand on her back, it cuts to like a close up of the hand. Yeah, he's got and it s- cuts to a shot of Han going, Oh. And I was like, How are they gonna get a handprint from the back of her dress? But yeah, they she did. was a couple steps ahead of both of them. They really. did. Yeah. She must have had one of those Mossad dresses that, that has a hand ID print. I know, thing on right? It. He would have had to be pressing on that butt pretty hard yeah, and yeah. really greasy. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? No. He's been eating a lot what, of what chips. A, it's so racist when you think about it. Those greasy Latinos, you know. <laughs> well, that's not where I went with that. <laughs> these nachos are so delicious. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a nacho stain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Bring some more tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Run to the kitchen. I finished this plate of chicken nachos, and I'm ready for a second serving. So um, Jesus. Han shows them the, the handprint, and he puts uh, Gal puts like a black light over the bikini. So there's, <laughs> I was like, did he have like some uh, semen on his hands, or like what is going on? Exactly. Reyes was looking at some of those car magazines I'm before so she got there. Guys, I'm going to go to the restroom and read this car magazine. I'll be back in about an hour. <laughs> because fingerprints like, don't work that way, <laughs> right? It's the whole hand too. By the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a partial. Yeah, it's, it's, a full print. it's actually pretty stupid. But. Tej, Tej asks Gal the specifics of how Reyes inappropriately groped her and has a good laugh with Roman about it. 
<laughs> kind of hashtag me too. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. And Gal just laughs. I will say the the was chemistry in the scene. <laughs> yeah, but the chemistry in the scene is actually kind of like very fun friendly. and playful. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. she's she's very like mm, she has this like little goofy. I joke about it, but it, it, they do gives. make it seem like they're all friends and kind of you know get along yeah, with each yeah. other. Um, so Tej uh, says that you know this is great. <laughs> Somehow you got the whole handprint on the fabric to the back of your fucking I know, right? swimsuit. Perfectly placed. Uh, right. Good thing she wasn't wearing a thong. Oh, man. Where would they be then? <laughs> <laughs> like we got one tenth of the hand. Now we, we like need you to go back and get the other nine. <laughs> so this is interesting. Did you know they would have made yes? that work, by the way? If Absolutely. it was like one tenth, he would have been like, we can make it work because the whirl here on his hand is unique to the, yeah, it's you know, whatever. Theory. Just reproduce and it, it. Yeah, and then it reproduces it's just one itself. one finger near the crotch area. Oh, God. <laughs> this is getting really, <laughs> I, I apologize. I apologize to any of our female listeners who are offended by the last 15 minutes of this podcast. So we go then to a shot of uh, a computer screen, okay? (laughs) So uh, the dossier on Brian pops up. Brian's birthday has changed three times. What is it this time? So the first movie had Brian born in 1977. Too Fast, Too Furious had him born in 1973. His birthday now is July 14th, 1978. Explain yourself, filmmakers. <laughs> Can it? Is it that hard to just be consistent? Guys, I'm starting to think that Brian O'Connor doesn't exist. Brian uh, O'Connor might quick. just be Knight Rider, what? the shadowy flank of a man who does not exist. It's what? 2011 minus 1978. Don't make me do math, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm asking you. We, we don't do math. We're Okay, so 2011 minus 1978. Hold on while my iPad kicks in. We can keep talking, by the way, so I don't... Well, Dom's birthday is August 29th, 1976, which makes him uh, I don't know, two, about two years older than Dom, or Brian. And so we're looking up to see. He was 33. So Brian is 33 in Fast Five. Yep. Okay. Which makes uh, Dom 35. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Not that it matters. They're both it closer matter. to like late 40s. At yeah, this point, right. But, I mean, uh, like, like Dom's got to be like thirty-eight or something. That's right? a vanity age. So wait a minute. Yeah, okay, yeah. so if if Dom is now thirty-five, that means he was like fucking twenty-nine in Fast the first movie. Yeah, whatever. That's so fine. I'm saying that's their fine. their ages are being futzed for the sake of. And uh, you got to pause to see it. It's not like they're making a big deal out of how old they are. It's just me and my my pause button. That's right. Suddenly, and this bothered Vito, the team notices that warrants have been issued for all of them. Mia says it was the U.S. Diplomatic Security Service who issued who issued them, a lieutenant or a agent L. Hobbs. Yeah, and I was like, they wouldn't have these fucking things. They wouldn't be tagged if they all hadn't taken their masks off two scenes ago. Well, I there's guess no point for them to do that. It's not so much the the that. I think it was that member because they said um, Hobbs is like, we'll see if any of them have entered the the yeah. country. Yeah, so but there was no way you could prove that they were doing anything. That's that's happenstance. That's hearsay. You know what I mean? So what what if these people just happen just to be, be brought visiting in for questioning. and hanging out? Maybe they just know, want to question them. But now they've been ta- but they've been hit. They they have APBs out on them out. Right. They are there are warrants to be to be questioned. Yeah, but if you're just going to be questioned then I would say I would say that they since they are looking for Dom and Brian in Rio de Janeiro and they have evidence that all of their known associates are also in Rio de Janeiro. Makes sense. They might want to question them. I guess. That's all I'm saying. But you you do have a point. I mean, like they shouldn't be surprised. Right. I mean, they're very surprised. Like, oh God, a warrants are out for. I mean, it's almost now we're wanted by the authorities. Come in and say it's all part of the plan. Right. 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 (laughs) Yeah. We're all wanted now. Well, duh. We can celebrate. 
Brian is somehow able to pull up a picture of Hobbs, and Dom confirms it's the guy who chased them in the favela. Brian explains that, Dom, that Hobbs is the leader of an elite task force for the D Diplomatic Security Service. He's the guy that the FBI calls when they want to find someone. Yeah, and then he says, this guy is his explanation, Old Testament. He, he is Wrath of God type stuff. Right? Yeah. Which is not Bullets raining down, Hobbs. blood. It's, it's not... Dwayne Johnson's hot dogs and cats dead. living together. <laughs> Complete pandemonium. Chaos. That's right. But it's it's more in uh Roman even calls him Wyatt Earp. Right. This is just not the character as performed. And 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 as I will point out for those of you who have seen the second Hobbs and Shaw trailer, which which dropped this week. In comparison. He, yes, yes, he's he's from Hawaii. Samoa. Which which but but in the in the thing they're in Hawaii because he's got his like family over there, right? But they're Isn't that where very he's at? Samoan. Maybe it yeah. Is in no, Hawaii. that's I'm what I'm sure. saying. But like he's not typically the all American. He's not think, a cowboy. You don't think all American when you see a guy doing the the haka. You know what I right, mean? Like, right. Like again, but, it's very like a Tommy Lee Jones character. It's, or, it's as if they didn't know what they were doing while they were making this uh, writing or, this. Yeah. Character. Or I, I would like to be able to find out what exactly the you know who would have been really. Like appropriate for this character, or John Cena. You know what I mean. You can see when they go, he's a you mean cowboy. John Cena, Cena, Cena. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> I apologize to those of you who are wrestling. Hey, anybody who listens to the show knows that I'm not a not a wrestling fan. Okay, so John Cena. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. He would have been at least appropriate in the term in the idea he could pull off being a cowboy. <sighs> he was like a good old boy. Then, yeah, he wasn't acting back then. He's not acting now. That's that's what I'm, kind of <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, um, I don't know that he'd be any better, but but I, I mean, think he might be more believable to that, that you 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 describe him as Wyatt Earp and the all American. He comes off as like an all American type guy. He's got to be like versus... Woody Harrelson in uh, Country No Country for Old Men. Maybe more that. Yeah, I could see that. But Tan yeah. Tangent time. Did you watch WrestleMania? I did. You saw when he came back as Dr. Thug Anomics? What? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was his gimmick when he first and he so he comes out and does a rap. His his promo was like a rap to He literally admitted that his movies suck. Oh yeah. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. great. That's one of the good cool things about John Cena. Is he's pretty transparent. It's you like Santa? Uh, I'm not I'm very good kidding. in this movie. Um which I guess, you know, when he's able to get away with it cuz I mean, obviously he can't come out and say, "Hey, Blockers is not that great." <laughs> I liked it. Yes, yeah, I heard Blockers was okay. I can maybe it's a sex comedy win. where the girls are trying to get laid, right? But the parents are trying to stop them. It's no Marine. That's all I'm saying. Han says they no need Marine to move their three. time up. Yes, that's right. What, the what, Miz. The Miz. Oh, don't get me started. Han says they need to move their timeline up. Roman says they need. They actually need some breathing room. Dom agrees with uh, Roman and says, "Let's go get some fresh air." Let's go get some fresh air. Yeah. Which so, you're like, what does that mean? What does that? And then mean? what happens? Well, next we go to uh, Hobbs' team, and they get a hit on the '70s Charger somewhere in the city that Dom is uh, driving. <laughs> so they all gear up and move out. Hobbs is all sweaty for some reason while they're driving, and they follow the car's signal. <laughs> it's the it's the excess testosterone <laughs> dripping down his. It's face. the baby oil. It's the baby oil. <laughs> That's right. Um, hey, wait, guys. 
Before we get over there, somebody want to rub me down? God damn it, Hobbs. Can't you just... No, I have to appear like I'm sweating the entire time. I gotta be... I have to glisten. I'm all American, and Americans fucking sweat, damn it. I want the camera crew to reflect off of my body. <laughs> I know. Could, I want a blooper. An entire episode of us going, you could see Justin Lin here uh, reflected in, in his bicep, forehead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like the bicep better. That's funny. Reflected one. in his bicep here and in his nipple Don't here so where much. his shirt's off. They follow the car signal to the local street race party and find Dom and the rest of the crew there. Hobbs tells Dom he's under arrest. By the way, yep. that shot, did did am I the only one who, when I first saw this and when I was watching it again, where he goes, hey, hey, Dom. Because hey. I see Dom from and behind. you see him from the back, that he was going to go up and he was going to turn and it was going to be someone else who was going to be like, what are you talking like about? Like the scene in Ferris like They Bueller. do that in all those movies. Yeah, yeah where the guy's like- Troy. Yeah, well, it's 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 that's a it's big who Vern Troyer. Oh God, Vern Troyer. <laughs> that's a big difference. E E. Yeah, my may, mistake, may he my rest mistake, in sir. peace. By the way, poor Vern Troyer. Yes, Troyer yes. is past. But yeah, it's like you thought that that was going to be like a dom. We thought double, it was going to be like a swerve, and yeah, then they yeah. turn around and like all of them be in their cars and be like, "Come get us!" And, and you know, but it is in fact car dom. chase. Yeah, it is. It's in dom fact and dom. Brian, the whole crew there. Yeah, Dom that's says he does nonchalant. Yes. Dom says he doesn't feel like he's under arrest. Brian doesn't either. What a bitchy line. I loved it. <laughs> I know, right? Not even a little bit. Yeah. All right, Brian. <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> You're not as cool as you think. <laughs> there are times in this movie where uh, it seems like The Rock is really trying to to go for that. I, I felt like there were times when I felt like he was trying to go for like a Southern character. And it's it's not. Maybe it's just me. But uh, the, No, no. Especially when it says boy. Yeah. Like, uh, boy. Yeah. It's like it's very. And so Brian tells Hobbs that they didn't kill the feds. It was Reyes. <laughs> Hobbs says he doesn't give a shit. Also a very Tommy Lee Jones line. Yes. Just like, I don't care from the fugitive. Yeah. Is, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Is the Hobbs, I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there any concrete evidence that they were actually thinking of Tommy Lee Jones? Or is this I, I a Saved by the Bell type thing? No, you know what? I legit, guys, it was on IMDb. It was one time. It was, one time. It was on TV, so it's true. But no, there's a lot was, of evidence for it. Was, it. But, but it is, I mean, that that is in the IMDb you know, trivia gotcha, thing. Gotcha. It says that the producers of the film basically had Tommy Lee Jones in mind while they were writing the character. Mm. So that's... Kind of what and Tommy you Lee get Jones out of like. It. I'm not doing I mean, a Fast does and Furious make movie. A lot more sense. It does. That Especially it would be Tommy as Lee written, Jones. Sounds yeah. more like that. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they actually pursued him, or they just wrote the character as like kind of that archetype. I know they're right. just like, oh, he'll say yes. Yeah. Just right. keep writing. <laughs> right. Um. Tommy Lee Jones did for a while seem like he'd do anything. He he had Gene Hackman itis where they were like. He was like, you know, you want to put me in a house full of, you know, bunnies and, you know, whatever. And I man of the you know, house. Yeah. It's like, I mean, he he was doing anything for a while. And then he man was like, house, you know what? Also written by a previous X-Men scribe, Scott Lobdell. Is that the Chevy Chase? I movie? did not realize that Scott Lobdell wrote man that movie. Yeah. Well, I might actually have With to John see it now because I like his. Yes. His, no, 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 no. That's that's a different man. Okay. You're thinking of the, we're thinking of the Tommy it's Lee the, Jones vehicle. Where Tommy Lee Jones is basically protecting like the Playboy bunnies. Right. It's like a like a sorority house or something. Yeah. Oh, it's some yeah. kind of weird thing. I don't know. He and, did so many of those because mm-hmm. he must have been you know feeling insecure as a man and wanting to prove <laughs> himself a tough that. guy again. <laughs> uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, so Dom notices that Alina is wearing his lucky silver cross necklace 
why did she put it on? Yeah, that was That's weird. weird. And it's yeah. also, dude, her intensity in this shot, it was made you wonder if she knew they were going to be using this close-up for that because she looks no almost problem. a little derpa-y again. <laughs> I keep bringing up she the seems, derpa Yeah, moments, she does seem but... very intense. Like, oh, what, what is going on? Yeah, this is like, the big thing I was talking we about. got you, you bastard. <laughs> yeah. Hobbs mentions Brian going against the oath he took as a cop and Dom beating a guy half to death with a socket wrench. This dialogue just doesn't suit The Rock. I mean, I, but I, I kind of liked it. It was, it was him calling it's not, him out. I, I, it was I liked, the first time I dug him in the entire movie. Oh yeah, yeah. okay. I, well, I liked the callbacks to the the first movie, the tying it in with the first film, and and yeah. tying back uh, Dom's really sort of origin story with him, you know, beating that guy up. Yeah, and uh, I liked all that stuff. What yeah. was the movie you guys were just talking about? The Man of Man the, of the Man house. of the House. There, it's literally the. Uh, the well, same look up title, Tom... yeah. It's the same title oh. as the Chevy Chase, Jonathan Taylor Thomas movie. There, oh. are, there are two Man of the House films, yeah. proving that one. you do know your damn films, <laughs> yeah. Mister Film Threat himself, Anthony Ray Bench. That was awesome. Mr. I love Film Threat, Mister Film Threat Mr. Bench. Hob, they call tells... me Mister Bench. Hobbs tells Dom to put his hands behind his back, and Dom refuses. So Hobbs' men raise their guns. <laughs> Hobbs says that their mistake. Dom and Brian is thinking they have a choice. Dom says Hobbs' mistake is thinking he's in America. Dom raises his arms and says, this is Brazil. And all the Brazilians raise their guns on Hobbs and his men. He, he added a lot of flair when he, he said Brazil. Brazil. Now, you know damn well that an American soldier in a foreign country, when he raised his arms like that, they would have been like, just killed them all. That would have been done. No, he, he prepped We're them. done with you pieces of shit. They're outnumbered. And outgunned. But they have right. bigger guns. It's just the way they like it. Well, but then the movie would be over. That's true. <laughs> you got you to keep so going. So we, we end on a cliffhanger. I wouldn't mind that's that. That's the... Uh, no? Anthony, Anthony's into this idea. Yeah. <laughs> no more Fast and Furious movies. Just Podcast over. bloody only got five more to go, Anthony. Blaze of glory. Yeah, so that was the uh, second half of uh, figuring out this, this heist, which still hasn't technically begun yet. That's correct. So we're, we're, we're half an hour into... Um, the planning stages right and an hour 15 into the actual film how you holding up anthony uh a lot better than last week yeah but still it's it's very taxing it's about to pick up i think okay yeah i mean you know they got to get into the the actual specifics of the uh the the heist and and things oh they haven't gone over the the specifics of the plan yet <laughs> no well i mean the actual the well, actual it, implication apparently the it. only person who knows anything about the plan is dom because, He's not telling anyone. Because have you ever stopped? I mean, that's like one of those things where in the movies they're always like, "I'll tell you when you need to know," and it's like, you know, there's always like that the last part, Jedi where Laura Dern won't tell. Yeah, uh, you know what Poe I mean? Dameron, what's going on? Yeah, it's like it's like it. Does it make sense not to let people know that? Okay, when shit goes down here and you think we're fucked, I've got a backup. It's like, so what if those people are like, we're fucked and deviate from the plan? You know what I mean? It's like it, it pays to let your team know what's happening. Well, not only does so Dom have complete they... control over the plan, the script driver, the script writer has complete control over Dom. That's true. Yes. So everything and is... everyone else in that. It's <laughs> almost right. as if the writer is God. You just made me think of one of those like uh, Daffy Duck cartoons with the giant Duck pencil. Yeah. Oh, I love those. Yeah. Grant Morrison played with that, by the way, in the Animal Man run. If you have not read his amazing Animal Man. Eh, Animal Man run in the uh, 90s. Fucking great. Yeah, Check that shit out. Daffy Duck gets kind of uh, bitchy and, and the giant pencil eraser like, yeah, and then it erases all of them except for the beak and the beak <laughs> says, you know, that you're, you're despicable. despicable. 
And yeah. it's B- Bugs Bunny doing it. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff. <coughs> well, Excuse I me. don't know what else there is to say about this section of the film. It's it's expository. Pretty, you know, pretty so it's hard straightforward. To yeah. kinda, but it's yeah. a lot better exposition than the last one. The last one was just boring Well, even though hell. we didn't get a, a, a street race, we did get the street party, right. the car race. You also we do... got the stuff with... with uh, Gal and, and Han, like yeah, which I, I really say, enjoyed. That that does make sense to me because you are the you know way more into the character development. Mm. This had way more character stuff, even if the mm-hmm. scene it, scenes themselves don't make sense. There is character stuff with like Tego and Leo, like like joking around and be you know. So that does build. Well, I would also their say that the last fifteen minutes we did had more than one scene that was pretty rough, and there were several yeah. really really yeah. well done scenes in this fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah. the slow motion shot. Mm-hmm. The, I. I really liked the confrontation between um uh Hobbs and sorry my Dom. brain just broke yeah Hobbs and, and Dom and, mm-hmm. and Brian I really thought that was well done I agree and we didn't have the scene where you know Hobbs like takes one look at the car and knows exactly what's wrong with it and right. uh, you know the uh evidence storage <coughs> scene that bugged uh, Vito last week it's yeah but sorry uh, I was coughing while you're saying that so okay. I kind of heard you but it didn't not a, not a problem so yeah this the scene was fun. Well, I think we'll we'll get to the back end of this movie, and maybe that will remind us why people love it so much. So it picks up, huh? Yeah. I mean, again, there's a lot of just go with it logic, but yeah, that's what we're here get, to do. It's going to get a little crazy. There's not going to be a lot of character work in the last 45 minutes, but I think you'll dig it. The Anthony, hell how was many that? Uh, notifications do you have set up? <laughs> My well, phone. that actually scared the crap out of me. I was like, "It was a medical alert." Oh goodness, are you all right? Yeah, I hope so. You've been watching too much Fast Five. <laughs> well, this I'm so excited, his heart's sped up and exploded. Well, like the toilets in the basement mm-hmm. of that police department. If you'd like to send Anthony uh, some feel better wishes, well, that wraps that up. Ready to get into social, Anthony? Sure, let's do this. <laughs> Where can people find you? On Twitter at This Game Cheats, and that's it. And only on that's Twitter. That's it. Vito? You can find me at Vito Lapicola. By the way, I did want to point out, um, mm-hmm. for those of you who are fans of the show, please listen to this week's episode of Nerd Goat. Oh, you're too uh, we've, No, yeah, we've all, we've all done episodes of Nerd Goat, so you can find mine for Swamp Thing. Fuck you guys. <laughs> well, no, hang on. No, because I was going to say, I, I do feel that all three of them are pretty good episodes. So uh, I did Swamp Thing once, and uh, Zach did Ash from Evil Dead, mm-hmm. and Anthony did Anakin Solo. And, Anakin uh, Solo from the Extended Solo, Universe books. Correct. Yeah, so please check those out, because I think they're really good. If you're fans of the show, again, I think you'll dig our perspectives on other shows. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to that. It was a really good episode, and, and uh, I didn't mention it last time. I apologize, Zach, when you did okay. yours. But uh, those are episodes that are that are really well worth checking out if you're fans of our show yeah. absolutely so, yeah. ron and and ed are great yeah that show is just fantastic it's lots of fun so yeah thank and you for the kind words i've i've listened to zach's i have yet to listen to yours i i gotta be honest mine was back when the show was first it was starting, very early on and now. i had not i I'd, I'd been out of podcasting for a little while so like i was completely not like on like I usually am, you know. Oh, so sure, I think you're just being hard on yourself. No, yeah, you know, I mean, it was a decent episode, you know, but like I, I could have, I 
probably would do better now if I went on there because I'm more, you know, back mm-hmm. into the yeah. podcasting thing. But, but feel free yeah. to check them out and, and leave a rating and review on, on our podcast. If yes, you please. Download it on iTunes. Uh, check us out on Instagram at SoFastSoFurious. Tweet the show at SoFastPodcast. I'm, I'm not doing anything on Twitter, to be honest with you. But still, feel free. Why not? And uh, you can check us out on Facebook. Just search SoFastSoFurious and, and join us uh, there. And uh Come back next week. I'm gonna I'm gonna dangle some incentive. I don't even know what the incentive is gonna be, but if you guys give us a five star review and we pick one out, we'll give something we'll, away. We'll find something for you to give away. We that was in, the lamest fucking promote. We you live know, in ever, LA. But, we can find like, something. But come on, guys. Like like seriously, like we ask you all the time. We want you to give us some reviews and stuff. We know you're out there. <laughs> Vito Vito's getting up on uh, on his knees to beg for some. Yeah. Good reviews. No, yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it doesn't take that long to, to to write a little review and say that you and like it's the show. it's always appreciated. Yeah, makes us feel good. Damn it! Mm-hmm. Don't you want us to feel good? I mean, it's getting fewer and fewer times when I really feel good about myself and uh, a good review. Zach's crying. You guys, <laughs> write us a five star review. That's the end of our show. <laughs> Bye. See you next time. <laughs>